Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Volume. A, uh, not bittersweet, but because it's the last week of the regular season, you know, it's exciting because the playoffs are right around the corner, but you also look back and you go, God, that's a lot of football games not left, right? You know, here with my man, Stucky, who, uh, been coming on all season long, making gambling picks of the Action Network. You can hear him every week, Thursday morning, uh, Action Network podcast. You also, college podcast, right? College, yep. uh, college Big basketball, Bets on what's campus. It called? Big Bets on Campus, Big- college football and college basketball through... Through uh, March Madness, we'll be on. Okay, well, you had a big week last week. Ravens, uh, cover. You had the Titans. That was an ass kicking. And the football team. Did they cover? What was the yeah. score of that game? They lost by four. Um, yeah, so, four and a half. So, yeah, I think it closed that game closed at six because of some of the injury issues uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Washington um, and COVID. But, uh, yeah, it's, we got one college game left, one regular season NFL. So, yeah, cher- cherish the games. Cherish every one of your bets from here on out. Okay, I, I know the college game is after the NFL game, but I do think I've already have a bet on Nick Saban. I mean, he's still I, – I understand the first game, Bama looked, you know, pretty questionable all season long relative to their standard. Georgia was awesome. But then they played, and Bama killed them. And now Bama is a two-and-a-half-point underdog, and you can get them – you know, plus 120, depending on where you're looking on the money line, FanDuel, uh, promo code Colin. How do you not, the value of betting on Nick Saban a bit, Kirby's never beat him. Yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of Georgia from last week. I took them plus 140 to win the national title. I made that price like plus 105. I actually make Georgia, if you look at the seasonal numbers, I make them like a four and a half point favorite. For what it's worth, a couple of people... In some sports books out in Vegas and some uh, legal books in offshore, every single person that I've talked to says every sharp account we have is bet Georgia under three. Everyone that I know that I trust that makes numbers makes this around four and a half, five Georgia. So like under three, we like Georgia. And I, I, I like Georgia for a couple of reasons. Now, you're going to come back with Saban. You can't really argue with this. He's only been a underdog twice since 2010. Both against Georgia, he won by 17 and 28. But, you know, I, I mean, all year I said to myself, this Alabama team is flawed. Their offensive line is flawed. Their coverage units are flawed. Like, it just was, they were so inconsistent. And Georgia was just dominant all year. And, you know, they had a game where they lost Alabama. You have to remember that it is one game. Now, the Trump card is, is it's, it's saving in Alabama. But, you know, not, I think nine straight teams that have, there's been a rematch in a bowl, including a couple national championships. Nine straight times, the team that lost the first meeting 
has won the rematch. Uh, that includes Alabama against LSU. They lost nine to six, I think, in 2011, and, and then they came back and won 21 nothing. Happened to Florida, Florida State national title in '96 as well. Um, yeah, you go back to, to Georgia. Georgia 2017 lost by 30 to Auburn. SEC championship game, they kill them. So you have to remember that it is just one game. And when I look at you know Alabama this year, we've been over this. Everyone knows that they they had five one possession games. They ended up winning four to one. Meanwhile, Georgia won every single game besides that Bama game by seventeen or more after their season opener. And it really should have been twenty four, if not for Kentucky calling a timeout with one second to go and scoring a touchdown. They played four opponents, four common opponents. They played Florida, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Auburn. And Alabama was a. They both scored around one hundred and fifty points. Alabama allowed 115, Georgia allowed 34. Georgia was a plus 112 in those four games. Alabama was plus 39. I mean, that's, that's top-tier SEC competition. From a matchup perspective, there is no Mechie this time, who had 100 yards, seven catches, some key catches. And I think that Georgia – I went back and watched the game. The recipe all year, it's what LSU and Auburn did. LSU almost beat – uh, they both almost beat Alabama. They, they blitzed a lot. They played press man coverage. Georgia can do that, but for whatever – and they usually do play man. For whatever reason, they played a lot of zone. They weren't blitzing. I don't know if they either, A, just wanted to try some new looks, probably knowing they played Bama again, or B, got too cute and overthought themselves and said, okay, Saban knows us. Let's try to switch it up. I don't know what they – what the thinking was there, but I expect them to play man, bring a lot of bits. You don't have to worry about Mechie. You can keep a safety over top of Williams. So I expect the Georgia defense, which has been historically dominant all year, was once again last week to show up here. That And that's the key. If you believe that Georgia's defense, because Alabama's not going to be able to run the ball, you know one can run it on Georgia. But if you think that Georgia's defense can step up here, that's when Georgia's offense is successful, right? Because then you have to worry about the run. Bennett can throw with play action. We saw when Bennett had to try to throw from behind when Alabama built that big lead. That that you know that's not what Stetson Bennett is is going to have the most success. So I think the Georgia defense shows up here. I think they end up winning this game. But your trump card, I don't have a great rebuttal for it. Yeah, I mean, totally. If he did switch up the defensive coverages a little Belichickian because he was in the playoffs, he didn't need to win that game for the bigger picture. That's pretty genius. Now, we're going to find out because you could argue like you could have just knocked Alabama out of that game and then you never have to even think about them, right? Yes, absolutely. Let's dive into the league, the National Football League. Got some games on Saturday. They kind of bore me. Uh, Obviously, don't really matter. But this game's kind of intriguing just because I heard a stat this week, which I guarantee you know. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah, and they are. I mean, the Jags coming off of fifty to ten. I mean, they get embarrassed all the time this season. It's been an embarrassing season on and off the field. But fifteen and a half points uh, is a lot. The Colts, whether he practices or not, like we've seen him practice, and then we saw last week he didn't practice. Carson Wentz can just—he's not exactly Aaron Rodgers back there right now. Uh, fifteen and a half is a lot of points. I, I couldn't bet this game just because I couldn't take the Jags, but I don't trust Wentz to cover this. Uh, I know you're kind of fired up on uh, one of the sides here. Yeah, the Jags. And we can throw my second pick in as well, the Falcons plus four and a half against the Saints because it's going to be under the same umbrella of reasoning. If you 
week week eight, well, it's week 18, but week 17, almost every year when I bet the NFL, I always will have a couple teams that are eliminated playing teams that need to win. And there's two this week, and it's, you know, the Saints need to win to get in, and they need help, and the Colts need to win to get in, or they need a lot of help. And they're playing teams that are eliminated, playing for nothing. And every single year, because of the narrative, and who wants to play these dead teams, these teams that must win get inflated lines. Going back to 1990, over the last two weeks of the regular season, teams that are eliminated playing teams that must win to get into the playoffs, those teams that are eliminated, 94, 56, and 4, against the spread, 63%. You see it every year. I mean, let's just take a look at this Jaguars matchup. Last year, the Colts. Okay, say that Say that percent. Say that percentage again. Uh, 63% over a sample size of about 150 games since 1990. 94, 56, and 4. Just take a look at this Colts-Jaguars game. Last year. And I bet, I bet, I bet they tend to be divisional games, too, so the team's yeah. comfortable with the opponent. And people think, like, it's the NFL. People are still playing for contracts, coaching jobs. They're still going to show up. And then uh, they also, these teams can also play looser. You know, these teams that have to win, they come out, they play a little tight. And these teams that are dead, it ends up being like their Super Bowl, right? These teams that are a disappointing year. All right, hey, we can come out. We'll come out and try to ruin this team's season. And you kind of get up for it. Divisional game, you know, it's, uh, they've been playing divisional games last week for the last, I think, 12 or 13 years. Last year, and I could go countless examples. I mean, you go back to the – even the Patriots who needed to win the lock up the one seed in 2019, 20-point favorites against the Dolphins at home, and they lose to a 4-12 Dolphins team. This is just there's still NFL teams, but these lines are so inflated. Last year, the Colts went to Jacksonville, had to win to get into the playoffs, were 15 and a half point favorites. Mike Lennon was starting for Jacksonville. Uh, the Colts ended up winning by 14, but it was a six. They didn't cover. It was a six point game. Glennon had the ball with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I mean, you could I could go rattle off countless examples here. So these lines are all just inflated. Do you think this game, the last week of the season in this scenario, has some parallels to like a Monday night football game in December when you get a really shitty team? Sometimes they just play, and they're playing a playoff yep. team and they just play them really tight and the spreads like 12, 15 points. And all of a sudden, the New York Giants are taking Tom Brady because it's a, it's a yep. Super Bowl environment for these guys that have nothing to play for. Yeah. Yep, but, but, yep. but the way the league is, the non guaranteed contracts, like you said, I bet a lot of guys on Jacksonville are going to be on other teams next year. So you get evaluated. It's just the nature of the sport, you know. You you just you, you don't you try. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, they're still professional athletes. It's kind of like baseball. Like yeah, you can still bet underdogs and like really bad underdogs when teams are out of it in August. Like the starting pitcher's going out there and he's pitching for incentives and kind of like it's it, it, these are professional athletes. They're still going to try. And there's like the the inta- I love the intangibles of it. Like we could play looser. The other team is tight, and and you're just getting an inflated line. Like I don't think this line should be over two touchdowns, and you're getting over two touchdowns at a couple extra points. Same thing with the Falcons, right? And you're, you're getting four and a half. I make this line like two, two and a half. This was a, a spread that was in New Orleans when Atlanta already won in New Orleans earlier this year. The spread was six and a half um, and Atlanta won. And now it's four and a half in Atlanta. So I, I just think that they're really inflated. There's one exception to the rule where you have these teams, and it's really just over the past couple of years that might tank, and it's really sharp organizations. Rarely comes up, but the Eagles last year did it when Washington had a win, and they said, "Look, we want the draft position." 
the Browns this year, if the Bengals had to win this game, I think the Browns are tanking based on that Pittsburgh game last week. And um, so, so like maybe there's like this new tank element that comes into play. But for the most part, like Jacksonville, they're either going to get the one or the two pick. They already have their quarterback. Fal- Falcons are inter- tanking. Yeah. yeah, Falcons are tanking. And, and you know, they, they, the, the Jags have an interim coach um, who's trying to like, – Bevel wants to be the head coach there. So um, I don't see either one of these teams tanking divisional game. Yeah, the Colts haven't won there since 2014. So I just think, again, it's ugly. Who wants to play these teams against teams that have to win? Well, the reason that you feel that way, and that's why the, a lot of times you're getting a couple extra points in the market, and the reason that 63% of the time teams in this spot have covered, and there are countless, countless uh, examples of these teams winning outright. Like, they're, they're expect chaos. There's been so many times that maybe you'll the 49ers back in 20. 2006, I think, beat the Broncos to eliminate them. They were double-digit underdogs. I was at a game in when Baltimore, all they had to do was beat the Bengals back in 2017. Last game of the year, they were nine-point favorites. And on the last play of the game, uh, Tyler Boyd caught a 50-yard touchdown pass from Andy Dalton on fourth and long, eliminated yeah. the Ravens, and the Bills went to the playoffs. It's the NFL. These things are going to happen, and – both of these spreads, I think, are too high. Remember that video of the the Bills in that little, uh, I think it was the opposing locker room, and just Kyle yeah. Williams was crying. Yeah. I remember yeah. a couple years, it might have been the year or two before I got hired with the Eagles, they had a scenario where they had to win the final week, and they needed three things to happen, and all three things happened. I think, like, Jamarcus Russell beat, like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. You know, it's just... You just, you're right. I mean, it's just they're pro. It, yeah, it's, it, it is not, and it's not the NBA where if you're playing the Magic on the last week and you got to get in, they don't even care. It's just football yeah. is a different animal. But there are Dolphins. Dolphins last year they had they went to Buffalo. All they had to do was win. Buffalo said we're going to sit all of our starters. Beat the shit. Buffalo out of won fifty six to twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the College Football Championship is here to celebrate FanDuel Sportsbook hooking up new customers. 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win. I like Bama minus the points. I'm taking Saban and Bryce Young. Sign up at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I mean, basically, 5 bucks can win you 150 bucks on either team to win. 30 to 1 enhanced odds. Always use the promo code Colin, by the way. It's the number one sports book in America, safe and secure, payouts in as little as two hours. FanDuel is going to hook up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get 50 bucks too. Whenever you go to a FanDuel sports book and sign up at FanDuel.com, just use the promo code Colin. 30 to 1 enhanced odds, either team to win. I'm taking Alabama. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, there are, you know, two games that that really, really matter to me that are just on a different pedestal because uh, they both are a win and get in. In one game, it's basically winning. I mean, it is win and get in for both teams. And the other with the Niners, it's they win, they're in. Uh, let's start with the Sunday night football game. Chargers, Raiders, uh, they played, was it Thursday night or Monday night earlier in the season? It might have been Thursday night, huh? Uh, and the Chargers outplayed them. Uh, they were up, I think, at one point in time, 21 nothing. Carr kind of brought them back, but it, it was really a pretty one-sided game. Uh, the Chargers, I, you know, I think even people with the Raiders would tell you off the record, like they have more talent on the team than the Raiders. But, like it's, the Chargers should not be, to have, a quarterback with 35 touchdowns and to be nine and seven 
And with the Raiders, with the exact same roster, with a coach that got fired, with your first round star receiver that got is going to jail, another guy got you know uh, cut, a first round pick, a corner. They just had a starting DB get a Dewey. I mean, it's just it's it's relentless. And I I, I want to bet, like I think your head says bet the Chargers, but I, I just do not trust. I, I trust Herbert, but I don't trust the organization. I definitely just don't trust the coach and the defense. Yeah, I played the Chargers here reluctantly. It's they're a team that is just you don't ever feel confident backing their special teams too. They're always going to mess up on special teams, but I think it's just look. I have to give a lot of credit to Carr for getting here. He's played exceptional, especially considering the the deck that he's been dealt. I mean, he lost his whole entire offensive line in the offseason. They haven't been able to run the ball. Waller's been hurt. You know, your receivers are now decimated and. He's played really well, but the team overall has been extremely fortunate. I mean, they're six and two in one possession games, three and zero oh in overtime. This is a team that was fading fast, and then they catch Nick Mullins and the COVID Browns. You know, then they catch Drew Locke uh, and the Broncos, and they catch Wentz off COVID. It's a team that's scored over seventeen to- over seventeen points twice in the last ten weeks. One was that Cowboys game when they got all the PIs. And then the other was last week when they scored, I think 20 or 23, the offense is just, it's just not there right now. The defense is, is really trending down. And I really, and look, they're not this, they're they're not running the ball that well this year. They're, I think they're 30th in EPA per rush. They're on line. They're on line. Yeah. They're on line. And that's how you just can, they can't bully the chargers. They, they ran it for, I think 19 times for 43 yards when they played the first meeting. And that's the Chargers' biggest weakness is that you can just control the clock. You can run it at will on them, which I don't think the Raiders can do. And the other side of the ball, I just love the matchup for Herbert, who tor- who just torched him the first minute. He started that game 20-25 for 180 yards and three touchdowns. What does Herbert do? He shreds non-cover two zones. He's number one in the NFL in QBR against non-cover two zones. Struggles. He's struggling a little bit with cover two looks, kind of like some of these quarterbacks were back in like 2004. But the the Raiders don't run any cover two. I mean, they're running they run cover three. It's Gus Bradley sixty percent of the time. The next highest is like thirty. My take on why some of those like I think Mahomes sometimes the shell with a big arm quarterback because it really forces you to be patient, and that's where Brady and Manning will just dump dump. Like, yeah, I think Mahomes dump, dump, and Herbert are like field. they just think like fuck it, I'm going to rip it, and, and, and then yeah. it just throws off the way they play. You know, far you yeah. know historically he throws a lot of picks. You, you start know? overthinking it. It is the it's the right it's the right defense to play against big arm quarterbacks because yeah. like most guys are not Brady Rogers and Manning that will just dump it off till the cows come home you know the, they'll they'll yep. crack yeah and you have like cover three was you know that came in vogue with the whole Legion Seattle. of Boom and the Pete yeah. Carroll tree and now people have learned all the cover three beaters and you know now it's kind of like everything's cyclical but Herbert has just been dominated teams that don't blitz and, and, are, and are running cover three this year. And he's so familiar with this particular cover three because Gus Bradley was with him see, yeah. as the defensive coordinator last year. So I don't see how this Raiders secondary, which has been trending down, is going to get many stops. I like the matchup for the Chargers. The scary part is they're the Chargers. So um, the other thing is with this bet, however unlikely it is, but you have to remember that there is – chaos in the last week of the NFL almost every year, that if somehow the Jaguars pull off the upset against the Colts, and then if the 
I think if if the Ravens win against the Steelers, the Raiders would clinch. And win or, they win would or already lose. be in. Win or lose. Win or lose. So you then I mean this is not a part of why I bet it, but just it's a it's a nugget out there. I mean it's probably a two percent chance. And then if that happens, they probably sit car and they sit a bunch of other guys and then the Chargers. Oh, are you're playing, you're saying then, because they would know before Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the NFL's nightmare scenario if the Raiders, the Raiders aren't playing for anything because their games on Saturday already stink. Now, are the Jags going to beat the Colts? Probably not, but I've seen weirder. Like I said, the, the, the Dolphins as 18-point underdogs beat Brady in Foxborough uh, in 2019 when he just needed to win to get the one seed. And then uh, guess what? The Chiefs got the one seed and went to the Super Bowl. Do, do, you, do you remember the, the, ti- the Titans – the Titans upset him right in the first round. Brady, that was his last game ever as a Patriot. Do you remember the line on that game? Would that have been like 10 points? Uh, seven and a half. So it wasn't outrageous. I want to say. It, it wasn't like 12 no. or 40. Okay. You, you have very sound logic. I That would be pretty nuts. You're right. It is the NFL's by far nightmare scenario or something that Jacksonville pulls this crazy upset and Ravens beating the Steelers isn't that crazy at all. Then all of a sudden, yep. cars not playing in the game means nothing. Uh, now yeah. I, I do wonder, I, I could see them trying, still playing him, trying to beat the chargers just to get momentum going in. But you know, it's an interim coach who freaking it's the Raiders. Who knows? No, no. Yeah. The, the, the other game, uh, just given that, yeah, I mean, this team loses more than likely, I guess, like you said, I mean, Atlanta could beat the saints. It's not that big of an underdog, but the, they're playing at the same time. So the Niners, and the Rams, Kyle's beat him five straight times, but more than likely, I mean, Jimmy said yesterday, it feels like the web in his finger is ripping every time he grips the ball. I think it's fair to say he's not going to play. Trey Lance against the Chargers, or I mean, excuse me, against the Rams. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I'd struggle to bet on the Niners in this game. I took them plus six when it first came out. Um, I, I still, it's at four and a half now. I still like... Like them now. There's a lot of there's a couple concerning things here. Mainly their defensive backs. I mean, they only have one on the active roster right now. But I'm pretty sure I, I'm. I think Mosley's going to be back. He just got designated off IR, and he's probably their best corner right now. They have a a lot of their D backs went on the COVID list on Tuesday, which means that as long as they don't have symptoms and the doctors clear them by Sunday, they'll play. And I'm assuming that from here on out, because the NFL changed the rule to five games. This is basically a playoff game for the 49ers. And with the playoff games coming up, you're going to see anyone that was tested that just needs to not have symptoms. It's going to end up playing. So I think that they'll have a number of defensive backs return here. And this is being – it was originally priced as if this is a road game, but it's really not. I mean, San Francisco – first of all, doesn't have to travel like LA. And there's probably going to be more San Francisco fans I'll be there. at this game. Yeah, you'll be there cheering on, and we can, we can have you go down and make a tackle if someone's – if Beckham's streaking down the field at the end for a cover. Smart, but smart I think play. that the 49ers can have success running the ball on the Rams. Stafford just has not been right. Um, I don't know what it is, but he since week eight, EPA and plus completion percentage over expectation, composite since week eight, he's 24th in the league. He's, he's, been, he's been terrible. A smidge above Jared Goff. Um, so I, I don't know if it's a loss of woods, if it's, but he's just been a turnover machine. Couldn't get it going last week against just a decimated Raven secondary. The, and look, one of the reasons I bet the Ravens last week is they could stop the run really good run D without having to commit too many resources. And as you know, 
as great as McVay's offenses are, they, you know, and you could say, look at Stafford and some of their weapons. Everything starts with the run for them. And the 49ers run defense has been excellent. It should hold up here. And this is just the team that the Rams, look, the circle of life in the NFC West, like the 49ers beat the Rams. Like they don't match up well because it's just a team that can run it down the throats. It kind of takes away their, you know, where their strength is like Ramsey. Okay. He's not as important in a game like this on their defense. So I think it's too many points in which you could argue is a bigger home field advantage, but it's probably just a negligible home field advantage for either team. And, uh, yeah, I trust um, I trust Shanahan to get this done, or at least cover. He's great as a dog. And Trey Lance, I think it was just so big for him to have that second half last week because he looked off in that first half, skittish, little just yeah, indecisive. Yeah, and then the second half, everything started clicking. So to have that game and that confidence level coming into this week, um, I think is big. I think this goes down to the wire. Um, my prediction is that the Rams win this game by three and the Falcons beat the Saints. This is the stuff that happens in the last week of the NFL and the 49ers get in anyway. And the rest of the NFC is going to be pissed because I bet the rest of the NFC is rooting for the Saints to win and the 49ers to lose so the 49ers don't get in and then get healthier on the defensive side because um, that's the team you do not want to play as the seventh seed. Same thing with the AFC, like the Chiefs. You, you're probably rooting for the Raiders. But wouldn't 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 they be the six? Wouldn't they be the six seed because they have the same record as the Eagles and they beat them? Yeah, they would be. Yeah, they would be above the Eagles. The Saints would be the seven, and but just regardless, people, they the rest of the NFC does not want the 49ers in there, and yeah, the same way that I bet the Chiefs were the two seed, they're gonna be rooting for the Raiders. Yeah, on for sure Sunday night, so they don't have to play the Chargers. Yeah, for sure. Well, Stucky, let's uh, let's enjoy some football this weekend and uh, win some bets. Adios, bro. Absolutely. Have a good one. The volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.